Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Monday. For those who are joining us live, for those who are joining us any other day of the week, thanks for being here. For those that are here with us live today, we are, you know where we are. If you've been with me, you know exactly where we are. We are a day after the Super Bowl. That's where we are. We're a day after the oldest player that I think anyone has ever seen win a Super Bowl. The oldest coach to ever win a Super Bowl. We're a day after a display of a lot of the principles that we've been speaking about. Now, just to be clear, we're speaking about it in a more spiritual way. I don't want to lose sight of the fact that it still is a game. And so these are just principles. And hopefully we can use these principles to our lives and to matters that are even loftier, but they're still principles. And a lot of what we've been talking about in the past few weeks have been this concept of the clarity of what I'm going for. And as I deepen and deepen my ability to see past the surface, the lens of my fight gets clearer and clearer and clearer. If you ever thought that you are too old, not good enough, not strong enough, if you ever would tell yourself that there's an excuse for why you can't live a greater life, you can always go to Super Bowl 55 and watch a coach that got fired time and time again. And watch a player that was passed on by every single team picked in the sixth round and scouted to have no real talent. And then just watch what happens when people will not let go, will not give up. You don't give up. You keep on chipping away. And at some point, the work that you put in at some point that the habits you form, the standard you create for yourself is at a level above your peers. That's what it means to be the GOAT. The GOAT is an acronym for those who are not familiar with that term of the greatest of all time. For Tom Brady to be the GOAT is the craziest thing because he was born without any of the natural abilities of a vast majority of the people playing in the NFL. If you lined up the natural abilities of all the quarterbacks in the past 50 years, Brady wouldn't even be in the top 500. You're, you're the, you're not the goat because you're born a certain way. You're the goat because you work a certain way. I'm gonna to try to circulate, I'm trying to circulate to the, those who are on this. I'll send this to Andy. Somebody sent me a video of him before the game where he speaks about perfection and how perfection is not really a thing. It's the journey towards perfection that brings what we want. Standards, excellence, 
My life is valuable. My time is valuable. I want to be the best that I can be and I'm willing to sacrifice for it. That one decision that you make is maybe of the most important decisions that you make in your life. It's the Brady decision. The ability to look at what you want and be willing to sacrifice for it because you never get what you want if you're not going to sacrifice for it. The way the world is created was, was set up in a way in which God requires sacrifice for you to really get what you want. Now, you can get what you want if it comes to you naturally, but when you get it, you don't really, really get satisfied from it. And if you look at your life and you look at the things that you love most, usually it's not even the things that people love most. There's so many things in our lives that we value that the world doesn't value. There's so many times that we have nostalgia or uh, times. You ever do this? You ever like, you know, go through like an old shoebox and you find something in there where you failed, but you killed it or you tried so hard or some reward that you got that like nobody even pays attention to or for sure nobody now pays attention to or some decision you made or some letter you wrote to yourself or somebody else. Those things that matter most to us are many times not the things that the world knows about or the world remembers. It's the things that we, we worked on, we cared about, we sacrificed for. Sacrifice is not plan B. As if like, ideally you'd love to get it easy, but if you can't, then you have to sacrifice. Sacrifice is how it works. It's how you break your body and your comfort and your survival instincts and you build out your soul and your greatness instincts. It comes when you stand in front of a decision and the decision you're making is if you want the thing that's in front of you, the way you get it is you have to give me, so to speak, the comfort, the price you pay for the things that you really care about is the comfort. You're, 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 you're using your body. You're using your, your, your natural tendencies to protect yourself. That's the currency that you can buy greater things with. That's not what happens if it doesn't work out. It's not like there, it should be natural. That's not how it works, the level of greatness. You never find an athlete roll into a season and it, they just naturally glide to the playoffs. If that would be the case, no one would watch. No one would care. 
there's so many stories of like this growing up i grew up in new york if you couldn't tell i grew up in brooklyn if you couldn't tell brooklyn was right, really right brooklyn was notorious or famous for its its parks not like gardens basketball brooklyn uh the city we used to go out and watch these guys play ball in the parks, man. Oh my gosh. I grew up in the park not far from my house. Man, we used to go out and watch. Holy cow. Holy cow. Just so you understand, there were guys that were able to pick quarters off the top of backboards. Do you understand how you have to jump for that? Some of the greatest athletes I've ever seen in my life. And I once asked, I was, I used to be a little bit of a ball player that let me play. It's all story, not for now. And I once asked one of the guys, how come these guys aren't in the NBA? And he said to me, man, I don't want to work for it. To make the NBA, you can't just be talented. To make the NBA, you've got to be able to work. You got to sacrifice, sleep and food, and parties, and ego. That's how you achieve greatness. You gotta be able to be part of a mission that's greater than yourself. And when you're part of something greater than yourself, you're willing to sacrifice for it. The way you see a team win a Super Bowl is when they are willing to sacrifice for something greater than self. When there's a team, when there's a unified purpose, when there's, an, when there's a mission whose achievement is so much more valuable in the eyes of the people that are a part of it than their own comfort and even in their own success. When we talk about a foundation to build on, the first level of foundation to build on is what you want to be remembered for. What do you want to be known as? And if you're not clear with what you want to be known for, you're not getting to a level of your values because values are beyond this world. Values unify your own purpose in this world. The value that you have will apply in multiple scenarios. And if you don't know you're fighting for the value, when you go up against the challenge that's pulling you from the very value that you want to be, you won't, be, you won't see it. It won't be clear to you. If you want to be generous and you go out and do something for somebody else and they don't say thank you, and you don't know that this exact feeling that you have being unappreciated to a person that deserves it. Let's assume, let's make this easier. Somebody deserves your benevolence. Somebody deserves your charity, your favors, your work, whatever it is, they deserve it. It was the right call, it was the right move. You would do it again, but they don't even say thank you for it. And the lack of appreciation gets at you. If you wouldn't know that this is what I want to be, this is the person I want to be. This is my aspiration to be generous, 
to be unconditional in my giving. This is the this is the person I'm striving for. When that pain of the lack of appreciation comes to you, as opposed to reacting and fishing for the compliment, you stop and go, wait, I don't want to fish for the compliment. I want to overcome this challenge. I want to be this person. And you let that, that, that disappointment seep in knowing that it's like you're in the gym of life. And at some point as it seeps in, it's going to stop seeping in as much. And at some point, if you just keep at it, you're going to be able to go give things to people anonymously and never get any credit for it and be totally fine. And you're going to know in your core that you're more of a generous person because you're not giving to get, you're giving to give. And the reason why you're giving to give is because along the way, you were able to recognize that the feeling that you have of disappointment from the lack of appreciation was a fight you were fighting. But if you're not thinking in values, you're just going to react to feeling negative. And the way you feel negative is trying to reduce the tension of negativity. And usually it's by fishing the compliment. Oh, did you get the thing I dropped off? Oh, because I didn't get the thank you. No, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Yeah, I was busy. No problem. No, I just wanted to make sure. You feel a little better. But you lost the chance for that battle. If you're not fighting to be happy and your day starts off and somebody throws a, a, a curveball at you and you don't stop and go, wait, this curveball is sucking away my joy. It doesn't have to. And you fight your hardest to get your head back through appreciation or gratitude or hope or whatever you're using to get through it to cope. And you're fighting in your mind to be able to fight through that what comes at you in order to keep your values, you're not going to gain the level of happiness till where you wake up one morning and are able to tap into positive energy during negativity. If you're not going to be careful in the small little parts of your integrity, then you're not going to fight to grow integrity when you really need it. It's the battles of every single day. And what we did in these past, and by the way, this is, I don't mean to keep on connecting it to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I just, it's in my head. It's a standard of living to make me and you great. It's the same thing. It's sitting in practice and working on your own position again and again and again. Throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. I watched this documentary a couple of years ago. I think it's called like TB. I don't know what it's called, TB12 maybe. Tom Brady hired a throwing coach like five years ago after he won like four Super Bowls to help him like help his throw by like 0.1%. And he spent the whole summer training to like increase his ability by like his spin by like a percent. Because to him... That throw, that was what he wanted to be known for. So he fought for it. If you want to be known for something, understand you're not going to get it if you're not willing to sacrifice for it. That's the battleground. You don't win a trophy without trying to almost losing a trophy. You can't raise a trophy over your head if you're not going to play in the game. And it's not really a trophy if nobody's trying to stop you. You raise a trophy because you fought. 
You have to be willing to fight. It's not easy to fight. Not for real things. It's easy to fight for stupid things. It's not easy to fight for real things. If you ever thought that you couldn't do it, just Super Bowl 55. Super Bowl 55. But we're at right now is a deeper level than that even. We're going to the next level. The level of royalty. In Hebrew, it's called Malchus. Malchus is a deeper concept even. It's not just that you're fighting for the growth of yourself. Because you can take the best player in the world. He's not going to win a game. What he has to then do is take his own skills and in a way nullify those skills for the greater for the greater group. He has to be willing to allow the coach to drive, even if he thinks he can do it, even if he's worked on himself. Because you can't really achieve greatness if it's about self. And I know that values are not about self. But really, the battleground of where greatness starts is when you are willing and able to understand and recognize missions that are beyond just even you. When you're fighting for things beyond yourself. When you're fighting for a relationship that you, that's beyond you that's more valuable than yourself. When you're fighting for a cause that's beyond yourself. To the extent in which we don't have things in our lives that are beyond me, we're limited. Because I can't really bring out the best me until I'm willing to nullify me into something greater than me. into a family, into a friendship, into a marriage, into uh, a company, into a cause that I'm volunteering for, into my people, into my God. As my eyes start to widen, I recognize that there are things outside me that are more valuable than me. The thing itself is more valuable than any other people in the, in the thing, right? The relationship is more valuable than each person in the relationship. The team is more valuable than the players because the team contains an energy of unification in which each player needs to say, I am a part of that. And when the team itself takes on a value, the person who's a part of the team is willing to go further than he would have gone further for their own self-interested. For his own self-interest. And that's where we got to go to. This level of recognition of what I stand for, but now this level of recognition of what I am fighting for every day. What are the things around me that are valuable to me? 
who are the people around me that I'm willing to sacrifice for? What are the causes and the ideas that I'm willing to give up? Forget my life, just my comfort for. As we identify those things, we begin to enable ourselves to deepen even further. Remember, players don't win big games. Teams do. All right, we'll continue this. But that's really the goal for this week. Who's out there that I will sacrifice for? What's out there that I'm willing to sacrifice for? When you start to identify those, now we're taking it to the next level, the level of royalty. Royalty means as a king, that means that there is something greater than me. When you put on the royal garb, you're saying that on me is something greater than me. All right, we'll talk about it. We'll continue. All right, everybody, have an amazing day. Congratulations to the Floridians out there. Um, and uh, I appreciate you guys being here. With God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.